welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the Word of God. Okay, I'm going to share with you this morning. I'm so uh, privileged to be able to share on this because it really excites me. Um, We're going to chat about hearing God for ourselves. It's so important. Um, over, Over the centuries... Um, it's been easy for churches to hear God through others and not for themselves, to need to go to a, someone else, another person, to hear God. But that's not God's plan. His plan is for intimate relationship with us as individuals, with us as his unique creation. So it's not wonderful. Hallelujah. So that's what we're going to talk on today. And we're going to get a wee bit interactive today. So I'm asking you to really join in with me now as well, won't you? Do not leave me on my own. Okay, good, good. And uh, if you think I'm talking to the kids, adults, I'm actually talking to you. And kids, if you think I'm talking to um, the adults, I'm talking to you. So you have to just listen the whole time. Hallelujah. So we are like sheep. The Bible tells us this. And Jesus is our shepherd who leads us. We, the sheep, must learn to recognize the voice of the shepherd for ourselves, like I've said. You know, it's no good following we dotty the sheep or we myrtle the sheep. We need to hear the shepherd for ourselves because we dotty or myrtle might not have quite got it right and they might be off that cliff. So, um, you know, and, and other, other people can come onto the farm. So go, go with me here, okay? Um, you could have farm hands coming onto the farm. You could have strangers, delivery men. And if the sheep doesn't recognize the shepherd's voice, away they go. Led away, it all sounded good, so we'll go with, I'll go with this farm hand. Or sure, I'll go with these other sheep here. They look like they know what they're doing. Isn't that so dangerous that we don't hear the shepherd? It says in John eight forty seven, He who belongs to God hears what God says. We belong to God today. So the sheep learn to recognize the voice of the shepherd by listening. It's not rocket science, sure it's not. We just have to listen and then we'll get to know his voice. John 10, 27, the sheep listen to my voice and I know them. Proverbs 8, 34, happy are those who listen to me. Who wants to be happy? He that hears, he that has ears, let him hear. Jesus said that six times in the Gospels. And in Revelation, we can read that same statement. So I reckon that's pretty important. Do you reckon if it's repeated and repeated? Um, that God wants us to hear, hear him. What would life be like if every decision you made was based on hearing God? Imagine all the dead ends you would never go down. Imagine all the heartbreaks you wouldn't have to experience. Isn't that right? We know trials will come. That's okay. But you could avoid so much if we turn to him first. For every decision, I'm so guilty of doing this. And I've had to check myself. I've come out of a situation, and it's been okay. And I've realized I didn't even go to God with that. I worked that out in my own strength and had to repent. Does anyone here relate to that? Yeah, so... We've got to get into this mindset of going to him first. He little bitty things. 
Oh, he loves to talk to us. And he loves to listen to us. And, you know, I just want to say this, and I really want you to hear it. He's not just talking to the pastor. He's not just talking to Holy Joe. He's not just talking to your mum, your dad, or the person beside you. It's you. It's really focused individually on you. So if you're sitting there this morning thinking, oh, that's lovely, that's really nice, but it's for somebody else, it's for you. He wants to commune with you. He wants that time with you. He's dad, he's father God. He wants to go on adventures with you. So know today that is you. Hallelujah. So we were created for a relationship. God gave Adam ears and Eve ears hope and uh, eyes and minds to think. And he gave them hearts to feel. All for the purpose of relationship. So after sin entered, that link was broken. We know this, don't we? And But you know what? God's desire to have relationship with us did not change at that point. I imagine, if anything, it grew stronger. So he had to find a way to get back. And he sent his only son, Jesus, and repaired that bridge where that could flow again. And if you don't know what I'm talking about there, if that's new to you today, I want you to know that you can have a relationship with God today. All you have to do is ask Jesus into your heart. And please come and see me or come and see one of the leaders after if you want to talk more about that. So, hallelujah. So we've all got these tools God gave us. He created us to have this experience with him. But we sort of have to get trained up in how to hear better and use the tools. Um, so that's what we're kind of working on today. Amen. And you know what I've discovered? There's always an onus comes back to us in everything when it comes to the things of God. Because he gave us free will. So it's not a spectator sport here in God. We've just got to jump in. We've got to say, all right, I'll give it a go. I might mess up, but here I am. I'm going to let hear you. I'm going to decide what I hear is from you, and I'm going to act on it. And if I mess up, it's okay. I'll try again. That's what God wants from us. He wants that childlike, yes, I'll do it, attitude. Hallelujah. Okay, how does the Bible describe the voice of God? And his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. That's Revelation 1.15. So his voice is loud. It's rushing. It's always flowing. Can you just start to picture that in your imagination? The word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. So you may obey it. Deuteronomy 30.14. So often that answer that we're looking for is already, it's already in. But we just got to be quiet long enough to really hear that and allow God to speak through that. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The word of God is loving and active. And Psalm 119, how sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. The unfolding of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. I want understanding. All of your words are true. Hallelujah. I've been reading this book over the years. It's uh, Eyes and Ears by Jennifer Toledo. 
So I've been referring to this as I prepared for today. I would highly recommend it, especially to anyone raising kids. Uh, but I just want to read a wee paragraph. Um, when God speaks, it is awesome. His voice is powerful. He speaks like a king. His words are alive and active. When he talks, it is not, it is not just sounds, but it's substance. To say it differently, his words are sticky and have all kinds of cool things stuck to them, like life and joy and health. His words are flawless. That means they are perfect. There's no evil, no deception in his voice. And I'll just stop there. Hallelujah. So God gives us this promise. So this is the promise we're standing on today. And it's in Jeremiah 33, 3. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Hallelujah. Doesn't that sound so exciting? Like, if you watch the latest adventure movie, it's like something out of that. Come and see the unsearchable things you don't know. Come on an adventure with me. That is our God, and he wants to take us to those places and on that adventure. But he's just waiting for us. It's so exciting, isn't it? Jump in. Oh, to have that childlike faith. But do you really think he's talking to you? Are you really worthy? of the almighty God speaking to you. Are you even interesting enough for God to come down and talk to you? Well, if you've heard that lie, let's deal with that now. Let's deal with that unbelief. And it is unbelief. It might sound like modesty or something in the world, but it's unbelief, and unbelief is sin. So we need to correct that. Hallelujah. So... You know, if, if we don't believe we're going to hear, we're probably not going to hear. Uh, but we want to. So, Father God, forgive me, forgive us when we don't trust your word. Fill us with faith to hear your voice more and more. And we set our heart to know that you are talking to us individually. You're talking to me. We just correct that. I know this is for us. Okay, so we have faith. To hear, he that has ears, let him hear. And you know, when Jesus says that in the Gospels, it's like you nearly sense a frustration in Jesus because he desires so much that his disciples would really get it. And you nearly want to jump into the Bible yourself and give him a good shake and say, would you not listen? But you know, they didn't have the Holy Spirit at that time. But Jesus knew the value. He knew the value of hearing the Father. He himself heard the Father through his ministry, and he wanted so desperately for them to have it too, and he wants desperately for you to have it. But hallelujah, he left us a helper. He left us the Holy Spirit. So wait, it's so much easier for us, isn't it? Hallelujah. He that has ears, let him hear. Right, how are we doing on time? Good, good. So let's chat about how God speaks. And I'm just, I want to cover these points because I really feel it's going to encourage you. If you think, well, I don't hear from God very much, you'll be surprised how many of these points have happened to you just yesterday. And be encouraged to know that you are hearing God. You are. Push in. So, audible voice. God can speak in an audible voice. Also, an inner audible voice. So he speaks inside of you. Only you can hear. 
He speaks in a whisper, that small, quiet voice. Spontaneous thought. This is one would happen to me a lot. So that's where you're thinking about the dinner and what you're going to put on. Uh, you have a very clear chain of thought. And then suddenly, a thought out of nowhere comes. So it's not logical. It's just come in. And then you need to test that thought. It could be your wee friend, um, Mary, it comes into your head. And you haven't seen her for 10 years. And suddenly she's in your head. You haven't thought about her since you last saw her. Then you know you need to pray for her. Yes? Or maybe you need to lift the phone. Or you need to ask God, okay, God, you need me to do something for Mary. Tell me what it is and listen some more. So spontaneous thought. I know you are all thinking, oh, yeah, that happened to me. Isn't that right? Okay. Uh, feelings or impressions. So that's, we're not led by feelings, but God can speak through our feelings to us. So that's like when you, you just sense someone just needs that kind word. Or you could also sense maybe you have plans to go out that night with your friends um, and you just have that sense, I'm not to go tonight. I am not to go. God's speaking to you. You're hearing God. Hallelujah. There's something he doesn't want you to have to go through. Knowing. Yes, you would hear, hear Pastor Karen talk about your knower. Your knower, right down here, you just know. You just know. And that's God speaking to you. Um, scripture. So when God speaks uh, through Scripture as you read it, and it comes alive to you, and really that's your rhema word. And um, that's something that we should be experiencing all the time. Other people, and I don't mean someone coming and giving you a prophetic word. I mean, sometimes you can just be having a conversation with someone and they're, they're clueless to this, but God is actually speaking through them to you and you recognize it and you think, they don't have a clue, but God just spoke through them to me and I received that. Okay, uh, signs. Uh, God can speak through signs and mysteries and colors. Pictures, oh, I love pictures. Visions and dreams are imagination. Hands up his experience that God's showing them a picture. Yes, hallelujah, isn't that wonderful? Because like they say, a picture can speak so much more than words. Um, and God is such a creative God that it just makes sense in his nature to speak that way. Then nature, God speaks through nature as we lose ourselves in his creation. And just admire it. He can speak through us, uh, to us. Um, art, through art, dance, song. There's actually loads more. And you could break all that down. But does that encourage you to know that you are hearing God? Hallelujah. Do you want more? Yes, me too. Let's do it. Okay. Do you know God even spoke through a donkey? Honestly, I didn't make it up. You can read about it in Numbers 22, but we'll not go there now. Because if he can't find something else, he'll just use what's there. So he opened the mouth of a donkey. We hear in unique ways. He made us all unique. Just listen. Mark 14, 37 to 38. Jesus uh, asked his disciples to stand watch while he went to pray. And he said, Simon, why are you sleeping? Could you not watch one hour? When we are on watch, 
we are alert and we're listening. So that just really struck me. That that's, we have to be in listening mode all the time. We cannot sleepwalk through life. There has to be an element of always communing. Um, praying without ceasing. Let's not sleep. Let's not be found sleeping. And you know, back in the spring, we covered the renewing of the mind. If your mind is renewed in the word, it's not going to be so noisy in here. Like, I don't know about you, but maybe it's a girl thing. But see, it gets so noisy. It's like I'm in a concert hall and everybody's screaming. I'm like, what am I going to do for dinner? I'm to pick up the kids. All these things, right? But how are you going to hear God when all that's going on? So we've got to quiet it down. Hallelujah. Renewing your mind in the word is going to help you with that. Okay. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You know that well. Right, so let's break it down to all these voices that are going on. Uh, how do we know what to listen to or who it is? Well, sometimes we're hearing so many. So the voices usually originate from one of these three. One, God's voice. God speaks truth. God leads by peace. You can, as you get to know God's nature more and more, you get to know, he would never say that to me. Or I recognize that's my father God. Satan's voice is the second one. He has come to steal, to kill, and destroy. He's the author of confusion. If you're confused by what you're hearing, you be careful. He will lie. He will blame you and condemn you. He will tell you you're not worthy. That wasn't God. You are rubbish. Why would he talk to you? He will trick you. He'll be subtle. He's there to scare you. He's there to anger you. So if that's what you're hearing, it's not God. But don't be, don't let me scare you by saying that because we're victorious in that, aren't we? We just rebuke the devourer and he has to go. He has to recognize the authority of Jesus. The third one is the trickier one in some ways. It's our own voice. It's that old flesh. So our voice, it's going to express what we want. Our desires, our needs. Like I wish and I would like this to happen. And if we don't renew our minds, our voice will become more and more misaligned from the voice of God. So it's so important that we are in the word so that the voice of God and our voice more and more are lined up. Okay. So it takes practice. We can usually recognize Satan's voice, but sometimes it's hard to know, is it God talking? Is it just me talking? Anyone witness with that? Like, do you experience that? Was that just me or did I hear from God? Um, but the more we get to know him, spend time with him, the better we recognize his voice. We have a wee collie, Nova. She's a nutcase. And uh, we, we were on the beach and all this week, praise the Lord. And if I whistle... I'm not going to whistle now because it won't come out. Um, uh, she, she knows my whistle, her man's whistle. There could be 20 other dog owners on the beach whistling to their dogs, but she will know my whistle and she will come straight to me. She can't even see me on the beach because it's massive, but she will go to the sound. She knows the voice of her owner. Hallelujah, it's just the same with God. 
as we know him more, we will know his voice. We will pick his voice out in a crowd of voices. When we really get to know people, we can actually start to talk like them. And I'll tell you this wee story. When I was at school, um, I went to Regent in Ard, so it was uh, the catchment was huge, so all down the peninsula would have come up to go to go there. And I had this friend, Christine. She was nuts. Um, she was from Port of Ogie, and I would have science with her every day, and she was fab. Um, but she started to rub off on me. Is there anyone here from down the peninsula? No, no. Well, I started to talk funny, and I still do it. I can't shake it off. So I'll say, um, sure, let's go down the road, and we'll put some shopping in the boot. No. Well, Ryan finds it hilarious and he laughs at me all the time. But I find it interesting that even now in my 40s, I still can't shake off that those things I picked up, she rubbed off on me. And the more we spend time with God, he rubs off on us. We start to talk like him. We start to look like him in ways. People recognize him in us. We take on his accent, if you like. Amen. Let's see. His ways and thoughts are higher than ours, he tells us this. But it's his desire to share them with us, to take us into those mysteries. He has. Just going to read to you from my wee book again. Just a wee paragraph. Okay. So this, this helped me because it gives you an example of how the three voices can intermingle in your mind. And I know you'll relate to this. Have you ever had something like this happen to you before? You're sitting at school and all of a sudden you get this thought that pops into your head that says, look at Sarah, some girl in your class. She looks sad. You should go over there and talk to her and encourage her. Then all of a sudden, your thought quickly changes, and your next thought is, um, what if she doesn't want to talk to me and is mean to me? What if the other kids make fun of me? Then, as suddenly as the other thoughts came, another thought pops into your head. You're not a good Christian anyway. Why would God want to use you? You disobeyed your mum this morning. If something like this has ever happened to you, um, you know how hard it can be to figure out those thoughts. So that was just one a thought that started as a God voice and then the other voices came in. And you can recognize in that wee paragraph, can't you, where the voices were coming from, how Satan wants to push you down, how you yourself, your voice wants to just protect you, protect you from any like hurt. You stay safe over here in the corner, Tanya. Um, don't, don't embarrass yourself. But God's voice, he wants you to go. Amen. So we're all good. So, so just, just remember, if something confuses you, kids, if something confuses you, it makes you afraid that you've heard it's not God. We just got to rebuke it. Um, God is loving and he's kind and he's safe. Okay. Yes, it's important not to use our thoughts and say they're gods to justify something. And that sounds pretty obvious, doesn't it? But we do it very subtly. We will maybe have a part something from God, and then we'll add our own wee bits to it to make it work better in our circumstances. Yes, that sounds good. Yeah, but I need to do that. 
Pastor Karen uh, mentioned it last week. I can't remember how she phrased it, but just turn on that bit of truth to suit, suit yourself. For example, Jude, I'll use you as an example. Um, if Jude, Judah's cousin gets the latest Beyblade, Beyblades are like Japanese spinner toys that Judah's obsessed with um, for his birthday. And Judah thinks, well, I should be able to borrow that. And I think I should be the first one to play with it because God is good. And God wants me to have good things. And um, he wants to bless me. You see what I mean? We can't take the principles of God and use them for our own ends. Now, that's a very obvious one. But, you know, us adults do this too. And we have to check ourselves. Did I I sort of change that a wee bit to suit me? Did I water that down? So let's check that. Because people get hurt if, um, you know, we're saying we've heard that from God. Um, If you're unsure, just ask someone you trust. Ask your parent. Ask your pastor. Ask someone you know who knows God's nature. Um, But... But it's so important that you go back to God himself. Quite often we hear a nugget, and off we go, we run with it. But there was more. Just go back. He, he won't hold anything from us. Just go back and say, God, I heard you there. So what, what do you want me to do with that now? And is there anything else you need me to do there? And just talk to him and wait. Sometimes we talk too much. We'll have to remember the listening bit too. So just keep going back to him. God loves it. He loves it when you keep going back to him. Um, Remember to take note of what you hear. Even have a special book for what you're hearing from God. I'll encourage you. Because maybe next year you'll come back and look at it and say, I heard God then. That makes so much sense now. And I followed that and it worked and he was right. And you might even have one where it wasn't God and you got it wrong. But oh, how you grow whenever you get it wrong. So I would encourage you to keep that book, that special book. It will strengthen you in your faith. Okay, so earlier we prayed, believing we hear God. So when we come to God and say, speak to me, I am listening. And then the next thought that comes into our head seems a wee bit silly. We're not allowed to dismiss that thought. We can't do that. We're standing in faith. We can't say, well, it was just my imagination. Um, God is talking to us. We've asked him to, and he's, uh, he's of his word. Um, so just encourage you to not give in to that. Um, and sometimes we expect his voice to be very different than our own voice, but he talks to us in our own unique way. Like, for example, if you are a big superhero fan, um, <laughs> he's going to maybe show you something in a vision of Superman. You know, because he knows that's how you hear, that's how you, he can communicate with you. It's lovely. If you're Chris up at the back there, he's maybe going to talk to Chris on how, how different elements fit together to work. And that's going to be a language he uses to talk to Chris. And there'll be a language for you. And it's how lovely that he's his own special way to talk to you. Isn't that lovely? Right. Okay. So here's the rule. After you've prayed and asked God to speak and something pops into your mind, you aren't allowed to think you made it up. Got it? 
Okay. Of course, if it's something that's clearly evil, we're going to need to deal with that and rebuke it. And God says that the enemy will flee. We take every thought into captivity, as we've heard before. We pray protection and we start again. Um, our imagination, it's like a chalkboard. So God wants to draw on our chalkboard. But if it's full of stuff, if there's doodles from that bad movie we watched, we shouldn't have, um, that bit of gossip we heard is all on the chalkboard. It's not a nice plain surface for him to speak freely on, is it? Um, so we've got to deal with that stuff too. And we've got to rebuke that. And sometimes we've got to repent before we can hear God. That's really important. So if the Holy Spirit has given you a tug on that, listen to it. If there's stuff you need to repent of to clear that chalkboard. Um, yes. So we'll deal with that now. I'll just pray. Lord, forgive us for all, all the bad things we've exposed our minds to. Um, thank you that you have given us eyes to see and hear and see you and ears to hear you. Uh, come breathe in our imaginations, Lord, um, with life and truth and just remo- remove anything now that's not of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God loves to talk to us in pictures, like I said. He's the ultimate dreamer. Yeah, it's such a gift from God. Right. We've got to approach this with that childlike faith. It's really simple here, it is in a nutshell. Dad talks to me, I hear dad. Is that simple? So we're going to do it. We are going to put it into practice. We are going to ask God a question. We'll ask him the same question out loud. And then we're going to sit quietly. Closed eyes so there's no distraction. Okay, kids, you going to work with me on this? You've done this? Um, and I want you to pay attention when we do this to the different ways God speaks that we've covered. And just be aware of what you're feeling, you're sensing, you're seeing, and you're hearing. So we'll just jump in. Chris, could you uh, put on that ministry music for me? So I'm just going to declare, and then I'll ask you to join me. Father, you are good. You promised that if we call out to you, you will answer us. We believe it. Speak to us. We want to hear your voice. We uh, clear our own minds right now. This is a safe place. We refuse any lies of the enemy in this place. We choose only to hear your voice. And we wait on you. Now, I want you all to repeat after me, and then we're just going to be quiet and listen. God, if you could play any game. God, if you could play any game. With me right now, what game would it be?
is repeat after me. God, why did you pick this game? What do you want to teach me through this game? you had a, a hard time hearing don't be discouraged we're we're uh, starting pr some practices here it takes time but what it would say is later on in your own time continue the conversation go back to God with that. you'd be amazed how deep he'll take you with a simple question and actually play the game with God in your imagination allow him to show you more I'll give you an opportunity to share shortly if you sense to do that but I understand these things can be very personal and it's hard to share those because it's for you okay let's go again so repeat after me God if you could have a special meeting with me anywhere right now real or pretend where would it be just going to ask God why this place God's ministering to you right now your hand if you sense you've heard something today for you. Praise God. He's so good. Does anyone feel it like to share? What they heard? Come on up. Go ahead thing was hide and seek because he says I want you to search for me and search for me and chase after me the second one was where I would meet him he says my bank at the table because you don't realize how much you I have for you you're not in possession of what I have for you so that was the two things hallelujah praise God 
He's so good. Let's give him a round of applause. Selena, what do you want to share? Well, mine was Ludo. Yes. Just so I can move forward. And it would be on a river bank. So you can watch the water as it flows. And that's his love overflowing for you. Praise God. So good. And I know many more of you heard as well. And don't let it stop. Don't let it stop there. When you go home and you get in the crap place later, go further. Go have that game on the riverbank and just talk to him. Oh, he loves it. He wants to go on that adventure. He, he longs to commune with us. And I just urge us, and, and myself in this too, that we don't make any decision, big or small, without asking Father God, without going to him and asking him and waiting, not rushing on ahead. Because he will honour you in that. You'll not miss it because you waited on God. So I just ask you, yes, ask him before you do anything. Before you go with a new crowd of friends, talk to him first. Kids, talk to him first before you make any choice. Even if it's to watch something on YouTube, just check with him first. He's only good things for us. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to close it there today, but go today, enjoy the lovely weather, get out in the garden and have a blessed week. And if anyone has any needs at all, please, please let leaders know so that we can be there for you. Thank you for joining us. We look to God that he will direct your steps and blessings through this week. For more information, visit us at bangercommunitychurch.co.uk or find us on Facebook.